Hi everyone, welcome back to Chat Shit Get Fit Recovery. This is the series where we explore various methods of recovery, giving you our thoughts and bringing you the latest scientific data as well. This week we tackle the ancient medicines of cupping and acupuncture. We get into our own experiences, we listen to Tom tell us how it's all a Chinese communist conspiracy and of course we bring you all the latest scientific data of which there's an abundance of. Good or bad though, you'll have to listen on to find out. Once again, like last week, we do have a lot of fun on this one, including Tom using a robotic voice due to his sore throat, and also Tom receiving an enormous Savaloy sausage for dinner, which he's, uh, he's definitely proud to show off for all of our YouTube watchers. So, let's get into this week's episode. Hello, boys. Welcome back. <sighs> All right, mate. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Tom? I have come down with the flu, and I have lost my voice. So to help me speak, I am using this mechanical gadget. Sadly, there was no option for a Cockney accent. <laughs> oh dear if you follow us on Instagram you'll be aware that we had to postpone this recording a day later than usual because poor old Tom there is a, he's got a sore throat but he's, yeah, he's, he's battling through he's, he's still going to do the podcast with us but through the, the means of technology by the sounds of it to be honest with you lads the only thing keeping me alive is cannonball coffee maximum charge the United Kingdom's most caffeinated coffee of which you can use our discount code Primal 10. Numericals. <laughs> How's he done that? How's he managed to shoe on that in like that? Wow. <laughs> Fucking brilliant. As far as I'm concerned, we've the podcast there. I don't even know. Uh, I think we can make this, that. Our, th- that episode on its own will do. <laughs> Someone suggested I try traditional medicine such as acupuncture or cupping, to which I replied, how about you cup these nuts? <laughs> <laughs> how about you cup these nuts? Malfunction. Error code 5562. Desire to harm normies are at critical level. Kill. 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 (laughs) (laughs) That's probably our best intro ever. (laughs) We are never, never going to get on with this podcast at all today, are we? We're having too much fun listening to Robotic Tom. Yeah. How's your day been, Tom? Warning. The IFS is full of cunts. Insert launch (laughs) codes to commence Operation Cunt Destroyer. (laughs) <laughs> right, I can't I can't do that anymore it takes too long to type stuff in I will just use my soft Welcome whispery back, voice oh hey hey Thank Tom we're going to get ASMR Tom this week are we you are sounds like I'm about to do some kind of soul radio station oh mm. there's nothing soul about this podcast no it's about to put something on from the 60s haven't you that was a stapler right. by the way I need to staple my throat by accident oh. during that my mouth hurts now, Tom. That was fucking brilliant. I didn't even expect that at all. I thought you were going to play it once. It's like, hello, hello, everyone. I thought that was it. And then you went off on a fucking no, tangent. Mate, I had a whole script prepared. You know me. That was good. I like that. Um, well, you kind of alluded to what this week's episode's about. And it is about cupping and um, acupuncture, which is kind of a follow-on from last week with chiropractors, where that's an alternative medicine. These are also alternative medicines. And that's also according to the NHS. So... Once again, NHS is the sort of medical board in the UK, and on their website, they class both of these as alternative medicines. So they're not like well established, yeah. so to say. But people not still, real. still say they're amazing. <laughs> they're not. Well, they are real. But, they're a but they're up not. Your, ma- your imagination. They are absolute. No one is, shit. 
No one has ever done acupuncture or cupping. It's all just imagination. I quite like these trainers. I've just been sent them. What do you think? <laughs> it's completely irrelevant to the podcast, Andy. I mean, don't know about the blue. So, right, fuck off, you two. You just don't know. Cool. You both are old. <laughs> both are old. You're the oldest here. Yeah, I know. Right, back <laughs> off. What do you think? So sad about it. But, um, <sighs> I think we should start with. Has any of us ever had it? Anyone had a cup in or acupuncture before? God no. I have had ten ton of acupuncture before. You've had what? I was looking at cupping. Yeah, I've had acupuncture before. Um, and I watched a chick uh, at a competition uh, do that cupping herself. Herself? Cupped herself. Yeah, yeah. So, so do you know, like, the old school way, you get flames and you sort of, like, take all the air out, don't you? And then you like, yeah, slam it on the back. Well, actually, there's a, like, you can go on Wish or whatever or Amazon now and you literally get a gun that like goes onto the end and then all you do is you like click it three or four times and it will just suck the air out of it. So you just put it on your skin, click, click, click. And then you sort of like twist and un- unhook it. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. yeah, and it just does it for you. So yeah. It's oh, actually wow. crazy. You can just go into Wish and get stuff like that. But yeah. then again, stuff like this is technically traditional Chinese medicine. So, you know, Wish would probably be the best place to get this kind of stuff. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah, yeah that's true. Well, someone claim it's ancient, ancient Chinese medicine. Yeah, yeah so it's not real. Say. It's just been around a really long time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, we did get some feedback once again from our uh, Instagram followers. We're going to go through them like we do every I week did. to let you know I what, I got what some our followers do. Amazing feedback. Cuppings are very popular, lads, according to my followers. Only 8% of them have said they've had cupping, mm. and 92% said no. And then acupuncture was a little bit more popular, with 37% of people saying they've had it. And then when I asked uh, if you answered just to either question, did you find it beneficial? Forty-eight percent said yes, which was quite a um, quite a big number. And then I got some feedback as well from a couple of people. So one person put so uh, there was only eight percent of them said they did a cupping, but one of them actually did uh, get in touch, and they have said I have cupping alongside a sports massage monthly. The only areas I find it's benefited me is the more complex joints slash muscle groups, i.e., shoulders. They feel substantially more supple in the Olympic lifting work I do post treatment. So this person's a CrossFitter fucking crossfit that's quite interesting uh, yeah crossfit is another <laughs> um i thought that was quite interesting i'm not i'm not sure i've seen anything in terms of data to support that it it aids with um i don't know mobility by the sounds of it in terms of olympic lifting but i don't know have you has anyone has anyone actually seen anything in regards to olympic lifting i don't know if that's because he's paired it with massage maybe he's getting the benefits of massage over the actual cupping there is one study that kind of alluded to people claiming perceived benefits to mobility but once again, it was, you know, it was perceived. And that, that went along with all the other kind of uh, positive outcomes, they said as well. So when it came to things like DOMS and stuff like that, it was all just perceived. Yeah. Yeah. All this I mean, yeah, stuff is, is, is a feeling. And I'm not going to knock it because if it works for you, it works for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but don't... But it's money, isn't it, at the end of the yeah, day? Yeah. What, what I don't like is, so like going back to chiropractors and everything like that, all these things, when you're... When you're putting a lot of money into it, you kind of want to see some sort of result, yeah. Yeah, and cool, like, yeah. and like, if you're using it for a problem, but that problem is still just recurring, it's like that's what is it? That, that that's the summing of like that definition of insanity, isn't it? Is doing the same thing over and over and over again, but expecting a different something result different. every time. Yeah. So 
So if you're paying someone money to go, I've got a back problem, let's cup. And then you go away and you go, oh, I feel nice for like an hour, maybe a day or two. Then by the end of the week, end of the month, you're like, oh, my back's in shit state again. Well, let's do exactly the same thing. It might work this time. And that occurrence keeps happening over and over again. One, you're wasting your money. Two, people are taking the absolute piss at you. Because a doctor's profession, a doctor's uh, like fucking sight, these people that that live this shit, are they to fix you? Like their their job is to make themselves redundant. You know what I mean? That's the idea of isn't it? To fix you, to send you on your merry way, so they can leave you alone. Not to be like, hey, see you next week. Reliant. Quid. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it takes away the self-efficacy, doesn't it? Mm. But I mean, uh, I tell you what. This whole thing about acupuncture and cupping, it led me down like a bit of a really weird rabbit hole. And it didn't lead me to what I was expecting to get led to. And that was how actually it's this you've got to bear with me here, lads, but so things like traditional Chinese medicine, etc., it's actually heavily linked to politics and ideology. So Chairman Mao, Where that the guy fuck that you know. Go in? Trust me, believe me. So it turns out a lot of traditional Chinese medicine actually stems from policies that were set in place by Chairman Mao back in fucking, whenever it was, he was out shooting people in the back of the head, left, right and centre. And the reason being is, so with most like communist countries, etc., healthcare is pretty shit. So the way of like bringing back tradition, sorry, the way of bringing traditional Chinese medicine into the forefront of things, it was a kind of, of a way of like alleviating pressure off of, I want to say proper healthcare, <laughs> actual doctors, actual... Yeah, spread fucking, the load. Yeah. So instead, it was a good way of like introducing healthcare with things like acupuncture. It was a good way of uh, introducing healthcare to more rural areas, poor people, because China's a big fucking place in the, the day. Yeah, it's a huge population. It's, isn't so it? much population, and there's only so much their healthcare could take care of. So Chairman Mao actually implemented a lot of traditional Chinese medicine to take the workload off of actual doctors. Does that kind of make sense? Okay. Yeah, of course, yeah, yeah, of course yeah. it does. It seems fucking it's, understandable. It's a, very, it's a very theatric... I mean, it's, it's fucking smart. <laughs> it's unethical as yeah, shit. Of course it is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's smart, isn't it? Because you're kind of offloading and outsourcing the healthcare to someone that could open up like a shop, of a, a cupping shop, or a behind-the-curtain acupuncturist, you know, on the high street. Well, Andy, how much was that course you found online for cupping? Oh, yeah. fucking hell. Originally £130 down to something like 27 quid or something. It's yeah, ridiculous. Now you're qualified to do cupping. And it's again, like, that okay, was brilliant. like, that was a, so when looking into it, it was like a weekend course. It's yeah. just a bit dodgy, isn't it? It's a bit like crazy. CrossFit. It's a bit crazy. A bit fucking crazy. Yeah. Like what did your poll say, Andy? Um, well, my poll said, I'll get there, uh, 91% said I should get these. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I did see those. Those fucking bad. You getting them? I'm thinking of it, yeah. Are you all right? Oh, we've got, we got a visitor. Hi. 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 Bear with me for a second. Have you been given the baby? No, I've been given a Savaloy. <laughs> <laughs> so there's your video clip. So. There's your video clip for why, the week, guys. It's a Savaloy. Why have you been given a Savaloy? Well, these are really good for... I'm just recording something live at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> so these are actually really good for recovery. So forget about your cupping, forget about your acupuncture. What you do is you do 15 reps of just slapping this. Oh, wh why wouldn't you? It's like a form of massage. Oh. Yeah, kind of. Look it. Check it so out. That's a very big saveloy, mate. Mm -hmm. It I mean, is. For anyone that is not actually watching this via video and watching this just listening impressive. to it, 
You know, it is impressive. It's huge. Can you not give us a couple of slaps on the hand or something? Yeah. Give, the, give the listeners something to listen to. Let's give some listeners some feedback. Let's get rid of the pop microphone so we can get the full on. Uh, mm-hmm. I better live on it, but you can. Is that muffled? <laughs> <laughs> This is what it's come down to. We are an evidence-based podcast about fitness, health, and nutrition. And apparently something the Savaloy. Oh, shit, it's broke off. Oh, he's dropped it. Oh, he's, oh, he's snapped his Savaloy. Oh, no. I've snapped my Savaloy, but it's okay. Oh, wow. Carry on. What was we talking about? Cupping. I think we should explain what these things are, really, because we've kind of talked about We haven't actually explained the full depth of it. So we start with cupping. Um, as we alluded to, cupping is sort of an ancient form of alternative medicine. Um where a therapist will put little special cups on your skin um, for a few minutes to create some sort of suction, whether that's through heat, like Andy alluded to, or whether they do it with a wet method or a dry method, like the ones you get off Wish, where that is that is literally just a dry cup in. Stop you, saying you suck off. and stop saying wet. I mean, I've got this in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is fucking definitely 18 plus, isn't it? Jesus. This is weird. Um, but We're not allowed think- to do podcasts on a Friday anymore. Ever, ever again. <laughs> this, this is your ASMR. <laughs> Me eating a Savaloy. <laughs> it's, it's doing the complete opposite of relaxation there, Tom. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, my poll, just to get back onto something serious, uh, pre- pretty similar to yours, Bill, and yours, Andy, so... Uh, cupping wasn't very popular acupuncture was and what really surprised me was that pretty much every message i had from someone that had acupuncture said that they perceived some form of a benefit it's really weird though because um did they say those words perceived or did they just tell you they had benefit well this is the thing they they the people who i did go into detail with they they couldn't necessarily tell me what they think had happened they just said that it felt better yeah. So it wasn't like they said, look, I had less DOMs or it improved my performance. It was just like, oh, I, I felt like it was effective. Well, what do you mean by effective? Quantify effective. I just, I just, just I felt like it worked. Do you see what I I had one person, here? Tom, say the opposite. So I had one person really? get in touch and they had it and they said it was... They said it was just really boring. They just said they felt really awkward just laying there for like 45 minutes with these needles sticking out their back. And then they said the next day they actually felt worse. So I think they went in with a not with a. Like, I think they went in with a negative perception of it, and because of that, they didn't no. get a good response. No, I'm I'm going to defend that guy to be honest, because I'm quite keen on that's. You know what I mean, Did I you love just all assume that. their gender, Andy. Did you just assume their gender? I said that guy. That I, yeah, fuck okay. it. It's yeah, got so to you be. assume their gender. <laughs> I don't give a shit. I'm assuming shit today. That's a guy. Um, no, so I, you know, I quite love all that stuff. So I, I thoroughly enjoy like uh that sort of stuff you know i got all the gimmicks and if i had the money i'd probably buy one of the wish cupping fucking guns off uh uh off the site but um i actually had it not so long ago so i was moaning about my lower back just flaring up a little bit and um uh, the physio was like yeah come in uh i can do some acupuncture and i was like yeah cool i'm happy with that quite enjoy it Mate, for like 45 minutes, I was in shit state. But do you know what you don't want to tell him? Because they're doing, they're trying to do their job and they're doing nice and you don't want to seem like a prick. So I just sort of sat there with the, like this stiff back. I was in shit state and I could felt like he was like putting the needles like all the way up my spine. Um, and I was like, oh yeah, this is awesome. Um, for the next three days afterwards, I couldn't turn, like genuinely couldn't turn. Uh, and it's kind of put me off that like acupuncture quite a bit. Yeah. So. 
a bit of a I went in there with like, there. I love it. This is great. This is like my perceived. It's I interesting. Fucking, I love this stuff, but uh, it's kind of turned me off it now. Um, quite a lot of people I poke to because our physio, uh, where we are, he he loves throwing the old needles around. Uh, it's like he's got nothing to do all day except for fucking putting needles in people. Um, yeah, and I get a lot, a lot of mixed reviews. They say yes, they say no. Uh, sometimes it's good, sometimes it's not. Yeah, it's interesting. I don't know, I don't know. Um, well, the thing is as well, with, um, so with acupuncture, there's like a massive list of things it's supposed to help with. If I actually go off this list, it, this is pretty, uh, pretty extensive. So you've got chemotherapy-induced post-operative nausea and vomiting, dental pain, headaches, including tension headaches and migraines, labor pain, low back pain, neck pain, osteoarthritis, menstrual cramps, respiratory disorders such as allergic rhinitis, 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 I think it is. So that, that's quite an extensive list there. Yeah, for things a lot that of claims there. Apparently, yeah, so, so you think about that, a needle, a few needles going into your back is apparently going to do that. Obviously, we're coming to why they think that. But that that's, that's a, if you saw that list and you've got any of those issues, sometimes those issues traditional medicine struggles to deal with them and people have nowhere else to turn so where do they turn they turn to these alternative wacky medicines because they feel like it's their last sort of and let's be honest if you was living in china during the chairman male regime then that's probably afflictions you'd be suffering from all the normie kind of problems but again you you also got to look at the fact that um a lot of people nowadays they're very woke and they they don't want to put chemicals in their bodies for a headache and migraine so they're, they're willing to try these sort of things and... Oh, I get what you mean, yeah. Giving People that, don't like taking medicines. I mean, yeah. look at the fucking anti-vaccine crew. Jesus Christ. Yeah, do you know what I mean? So so I could I could understand why this would be... And if you're going in with like, I'll give it a try. It may work, it may not. And then that guy's whispering like, yeah, what we're doing, we're hitting these tension spots, all these, this, that and the other. Like I've, had, I've had it for a headache. The first ever time I had acupuncture was an old friend of mine, his first wife. Uh, I was moaning about stress and my eyes were hurting. She put a load up my neck, put these little beads on my ear, and she was telling me to push every five to six seconds. Mate, within about fucking 20 minutes, I was like sort of wobbing out everywhere all over the place. She was like, yeah, it's working. You're great. And then because I felt good, I started to feel sleepy. I, I feel like it did work, you know, and I just sort of went to bed. I had like a 14 hour sleep, woke up the next day and felt great. And that's sort of my, that was my buy-in to the old, the old stuff, you know? Yeah. Mm. I mean, the thing is, and this, this goes for both cupping and acupuncture, really, and it kind of goes off of an actual paper that I've actually got here, and that is that they're both they're both very theatrical. And I think we kind of spoke about this before. In, in fact, it was when we spoke about chiropractors, wasn't it? When we talk about the placebo effect, it can be affected by something that's quite visual, you know. Of course. So, yeah, it's because it's, there's a lot of theatrics to the to the method, it can it can affect that placebo even more. Yeah, I get you. Um, what I think we'll do now, guys, we'll we'll go down and look at some of the claims um, of both of these, both cupping and acupuncture. We'll start off cupping them. So there's not too much on cupping, uh, cupping sorry. Um, and there are the only studies I've really seen are ones relating to pain, and that's probably because that's the easiest one to get a a response from in terms of data because it's very easy to get people's placebo responses, perceived effect responses. Um, it's not too it's not too difficult to get that. But we'll look at some of the big boy claims that they like to make. The first one is an obvious one that we spoke about a lot in recovery, and that's blood flow. Now they assume by negative pressure on the skin via the method of cupping, we are going to be promoting blood flow. Um, that's basically not true though. That's not that's not going to happen at all. So 
it might increase sort of blood flow to the skin, which is why you see you get bruising. Mm. However, the method of cupping doesn't actually do that to the muscles, so it's not actually no. getting deep enough to make any sort of blood flow Brings increase to the, the surface. Over the skin. Yeah, but that vis- that visual of the skin going that discoloured of the bruising, you think, oh, that's a lot of blood flow there. Maybe it is getting the muscles. Visual know. placebo. Yeah, exactly <laughs> as we just said. It's a hickey. That's what it yeah, is. It is basically a love bite. Yeah. It is a hickey. Just a circular love bite. Lots of them. Cool. And I'm not just saying that. I'm not putting that information up my ass. We have got a paper on that by Low 2017. That'll be in the show notes. If you want to have a quick read of that, that's that pretty much, if you just read the conclusion of that, that'll basically reinforce what I just said there. Um, the next one is flushing toxins, which is the popular one. Oh, yeah. This is, goes back to the whole thing of the colour of the skin. So the darker the skin colour, the more toxins have been flushed out, the worse your body was uh, to begin with. Not only that, mate, but... Um there's, when it comes to cupping, there's another, so at the moment, I've, I'm assuming we're just kind of talking about just general cupping in general, where they just kind of do that, like pressurized suction. But then there's also yeah, something yeah. called wet cupping, which is where they'll make a small incision. That's more actually, dangerous, yeah. And actually draw blood. So the whole idea of that is basically, you, yeah, you're you're releasing toxins, you're getting rid of the bad blood because you're doing, you're basically doing bloodletting, which is a fucking old medieval practice, you know. Now, when we talk about, um, the efficacy of certain treatments. Now, usually, even if something is just placebo, apart from my thoughts of it possibly being the nocebic effect, etc., playing a role, you know, in regards to negative outcomes here, there are times I just think, look, even if it's just a placebo benefit, fair play, just live and let live. But with things in particular such as wet cupping, where you're making those incisions. Yeah, you're doing damage to something. Yeah, and you're doing damage and there's a, there's a chance of infection. It's quite invasive. That's scarring as well, per- permanent yeah. scarring. Scarring. Yeah. If the practitioner, if listen, if someone's just paid a £27 fucking you know, fee to do this course and they're not properly trained to be fucking making incisions into people, do you know what I mean? You know, you don't know if they're using uh, sterilised equipment or what. You know, you just don't know. I feel like in the UK, it may, it, we would mainly sort of practice dry cupping. I don't think there's going to be much um, scope for people to practice wet cupping in the UK, especially for all our standards. Maybe in maybe in these countries, these Asian countries, where they, you'd normally see these road size, road size um, massage people. We've seen them before. The little guys on the side of the road yeah. can just drop off. Oh yeah, they'll start putting cups on you and all sorts. Not sterilized. They'll just yeah, it's for like one dollar or something. And, You've got to do like the normal cup in, and then it's like a certain amount of years in, in, and then you're allowed to like move on, or you have to have be certain, you have to have be a, be a certain position somewhere um, to be able to do it. I don't know. Apparently, they do do wet cupping in the UK. There's literally a oh wow a wet cupping clinic in Harrow, which is just around the corner from me. So I'll give that a miss. You got like. Like chicks like putting fucking needles in your face now, like Botox and all that sort of stuff, and yeah, yeah. And that's like mm. that's that's like the norm now, mm. and it, that's quite invasive. I just hope it, it's it? more. Um, you'd hope it'd be more regulated here, though. So I feel like if there was wet, there, obviously as Tom just said, there is wet cup in here. I'd hope there'd be more regu- regulations oh, to ensure that it is sterile. Standards to... will be way higher, surely. It's got yeah. to be not some little bloke on a carpet just sort yeah, like, of come on in, mate. Cups and you <laughs> lay on your sofa. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, it comes with a fucking machete to, you know, make yeah. some small incisions. Yeah. But do you know what? Um, I was looking at, like, other negative effects of the other modes of cupping. So with, uh, yeah, hot cupping, it can... There's always a risk Burn. of burns as well, skin burns, you know. So it's not fully without risk. It's not yeah. fully without risk. Now, do you know what? I'm not, I'm not going to slag it off. Because if you're going there and it's working... 
for you, whether it's whether it's physically or met, like psychologically working, just by the by, you know what I mean, it's working for you. Yeah. But when it becomes a need, a reliant, uh, yeah, I have to go. Do you know what I mean? And it's like when you get all these, like you get like power lifters that can't do anything without like putting on like their fucking lifting gear and everything. It's got to be on, and they can't go to the gym without the headphones. And these sort of they become like, oh, I can't do without it. Yeah. That's yeah. when I start to get a bit... So that, so that person who sent that message in saying they get it done monthly with massage, I'd be interested for them to maybe if they try pulling that away, pulling the cup in away from the massage, see how they get on. Because realistically for them, they're doing it for, I'm going to guess, recovery, so performance. Um, so if you look at that same low paper, that basically says it does nothing to terms of releasing uh, muscle or fascia. Yeah. So they're not going to get any recovery benefits for that. And in terms of performance, I've got a little bit here as well. So... Uh, data showing benefits are often poor with no control or sham groups to compare. Um, we've actually got a systematic review from 2017 which basically concluded no explicit recommendations for or against the use of cupping for athletes can be made. More studies are necessary for conclusive judgment on the efficacy and safety of cupping in athletes. So that one, they can't even, they, they don't even know. Like they can't even conclude whether it's not good or, or it's bad. But the thing is, there's been so many papers done on cupping like in terms of all these things, but they just the data. Most of them are so poorly done yeah. that they can't be they can't be conclusive. So that systematic review, which is, but for if you're not aware, they will look at like different loads of different papers. But because all these papers are all shit, it's so hard to be conclusive because there's not yeah. good enough data to be conclusive, and that's the issue. That's the issue with it. It's not even worthwhile going into, is it? They're looking really. at these reviews and just like, well, there's no. It's not crazy enough. It's not. It's, it's not conclusive. They're all dodgy because I said there's no sham groups there. So a lot of them they're just getting people with the same right. We're going to give you cupping to see if it helps you with your blah 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 blah. But there's no comparison. So obviously you're doing something to them. If you're telling them I'm giving you this to recover, they're more likely going to have a perceived effect because you're telling them. Yeah. You're actually doing something to them physically. They're having visual bruises on their back from the cups. Um, they're part of a big sciencey, big sciencey data group. So they're going to feel oh, this is sciencey. This is interesting, and they're probably going to have some sort of response, but. That doesn't mean it's actually a proper response. It's more likely going to be as um, as we've alluded to in previous podcasts, placebo, which is obviously a big psychological effect. Um, and it get, again, it comes down to so you've got so a lot of the Chinese weightlifters have this, and I think yes. this is where it stems to a lot of them. You see it like they're peppered all over, aren't they? Um, and if you've got these top level name athletes, like I don't know their Josh names. Bridges. Yeah, Josh Bridges, promoting it, giving it a go, these sort of things. Us mere normies, us mere mortals, down in the fucking gutters of life, we're looking at them thinking, well, if well, if they're getting like a 10 kilo heavier snatch from cupping, what about me? What am I going to get? Do you know what I mean? And That's a really important uh, thing to bring up, actually, isn't it? Because we get this appeal to authority. Well, if the top athletes are doing it, then surely it's doing something. I remember when uh, Michael Phelps, the, the, the swimmer. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, wow, I didn't even mention him. Yeah, he, he was always covered in like those fucking pepper pot bruises. And so when we talk about the appeal to authority, it's, it's, it's that fallacy where people say, well, this well-known person or this well-known athlete does it, so it must work. But the thing is, athletes are human just like us and humans are fucking stupid. We're ignorant, to we're be fair, idiotic. Tom, in, in, in their defence to the athletes, right, so 
if you're an athlete and you've got, they are probably getting their nutrition on point, their sleep on point, every single part of their training and lifestyle is on point. They're looking, they're looking this, for the percentages. They? The time we've spoke about in previous episodes, they are looking when they're the top, like Michael Phelps. You know, he's one of the one of the most decorated swimmers in Olympic history. He's looking for that tiny edge that's going to get him over the line. Yeah, I need, I need top. something that makes me one second what can he faster. Do? He's sli- He's sleeping 23 out of 24 hours a day. Obviously, he's not. But let's say he's sleeping so much. He's eating the best foods. His training is so good. He's got the best coaches in the world. What does he do? Yeah, what does he do? What, what else can he do? He's like he's probably sitting there thinking, how the fuck can I get an edge? Cupping. That's an option. I can't do that. Compression. I'll do that. Massage. I'll do that. Foam rolling. I'll do that. Fuck it. I'll start static stretching. I mean, they would do anything to get the edge. And I, that's the only way I can defend athletes. But for the mere normals like us... We haven't got our sleeping point. We haven't got our nutrition point. So why are we going to cupping before we've even got our sleeping point? Before we've even got our nutrition point? It's but we're just throwing money away for, for as you said, Tom, that that um, appeal to authority, authority fallacy yeah. where we think because the top athletes are doing it, we need to do it. No, we need to get more sleep, better quality sleep. We need to eat better. We need to make sure our training's properly programmed, properly periodized, and then maybe if we're at the top of our game. And we're not seeing any more benefits. We can then look at um, these small yeah. little things yeah, that might yeah. help. You know? Okay, it always comes back to we're looking for easy gains, aren't we? Easy, like nutrition, it's hard. Sleep is hard. All the things that are given day to day for us. Someone to put cups in your back, easy. Oh, <laughs> I can buy it on Wish for thirty quid. It will come in seven <laughs> yeah. months. Game. I'm gonna eat Haribo until them seven months. And you watch me PR my five k best effort run. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. that that's the way we are. But again, look into that, um look into the way we look at athletes and stuff like that. They are picking, like you said, they're the finest tune. They're looking for something new. And we're seeing that and going, well, if it works for them, it works for us. It works for them, it works for us. But we need like us normies need to just work on the basics, you know what I mean? PVC pipe, ten thousand hours minimum. PVC pipe, uh fucking the Joel Seidman Advanced Kinetics, you know, training book, whatever he calls oh, it. Oh wow! Book. Don't bend past ninety. Read the article. Um, Just read, read the it. article. <laughs> Stu McGill, Tactical Big Free, fucking yeah. you know the rest. Tactical Bird Dogs. Yeah. Tactical Bird Dogs. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like the, the problem is like just because an athlete is using a mode doesn't necessarily mean that it's actually backed by evidence or that's doing anything a lot of the time you their success isn't due to them fucking cupping yeah nah. <laughs> or using they did, yeah they did not become a champion so this so this this is happened to me so when i first got into crossfit do you know what i mean i love it everything's buzzing i'm like yeah i'm feeling it i watch a video of zach george the uk's best flossing do you know the old round the knees and that and joints i don't think it's the uk's best anymore mate yeah, up, keep up state, keep up keep up state, mate. If you look at the open results, I don't think he's number one anymore. Fuck off. Alright. No, I think he's about sixth or seventh, mate. Whatever. Okay. This year's open was shit. No one We liked are it. we are an evidence-based podcast, mate. mate. You're getting your facts wrong. No, I'm not. not he's, not fucking, he's UK's best, mate. I'm not having this. He's one, probably the biggest, right? yeah. No, he's UK's best. Fuck off, mate. Alright. At the time of Do you love me. Him? Yeah, I do. Mate. Have you got a relationship? I with fucking I, I, I wish, mate. I want to high five him. He's a fucking gleaming bloke. He's the nicest bloke you'll ever meet on telly. <laughs> So gentle giant. <laughs> the nicest bloke will be on telly. Appeal to authority fallacy, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And he, That's he why wrapped successful. his knees, and he was talking about, and he was talking about, oh yeah, do you know, like attendance, are like hard to get blood flow into, and this, that, and the other. And he said, I use this to wrap around my knees, do a few squats, push all the blood out, and then he releases it, and all this new blood goes in. Uh, and I was like, 
I'm sold. That's those weird I band li- things. Yeah, that's rubber the, bands. Uh, they all have them. I have a set in my fucking bag, ready to go. What you fucking do, Andy? Of course, you know I mean? you've got everything, mate. You, I have, mate. You are the walking recovery man. I like inspect a yeah. gadget. But when you yeah. cream in, mate, and I'd be able to pick you off the floor with cups, you'd be fucking like, oh, shit, mate. <laughs> pick me off the floor with cups. I've only, I've only got four more months until mine arrive, but you know what I mean? Uh, it was one of them one of them stages that I went through where like, yeah, this is helping me. This is, this is helping me and I yeah, feel yeah. great. And then I realised, I was like, all right, it was a tenner wasted. Um, and I may use them every now and again. Do you know what I mean? But he's still the UK's best. Go fuck yourself. Let's move on to the next one, which is um, pain, which is a common uh, reoccurring theme in the, the recovery series. Um, and we normally look at placebo. And once again, this is probably going to make a make something that comes up. So cupping. It's like 40 to 60 pound an hour, sort of the average when I looked at and this is in the UK. Um, so, But I'm not convinced it's worth that. Once again, then price points automatically add buyer's bias because you're spending quite a significant amount of money on, on a service. You want it to work, you're bought into the experience. Um, we do have a paper here on pain though and I'm going to read a little extract from it because it's quite important. So currently there are few RCTs, so that means um, randomized controlled trials. Um, testing the effectiveness of cupping in a management of pain. Most of the existing trials are of poor quality. So that goes back to the performance papers. Once again, all of them seem to be poor quality. Therefore, more rigorous studies are required before the effectiveness of cupping for the treatment of pain can be determined. Following on from that, this is another one. Assuming that cupping was beneficial for the management of pain conditions, its mechanisms of action may be of interest. The postulated modes of action include the interruption of blood circulation and congestion, as well as stopping the inflammatory extravations, uh, escaping of body fluids such as blood, from the tissues. Others have postulated that cupping would affect the auto, auto, what the fuck does that mean? Autonomic nervous system. Autonomic. Butchered yes. that autonomic nervous system and to help reduce pain none of these theories are however currently established in a scientific sense in conclusion the results of our systematic review provide some suggestive evidence for the effectiveness of cupping in the management of pain conditions however the total number of rcts included in the analysis and the uh, the quality of these were too low to draw firm conclusions future rcts seem warranted but to overcome uh, methodological shortcomings of the existing evidence basically the data they're saying that suggests there could be a bit of benefit is most likely placebo and all of the RCTs they seem to look at. And we said there was a lot of them because there are quite a lot of these RCTs on cupping, but then none of the quality is poor. That's um, the thing, yeah. And you, you can't, you, I mean, we always say it's good to have a, a big pool of studies, but if they're all poor, then what, what's the fucking point? Yeah, I mean, from what I saw of the reviews and the meta-analyses, etc., each individual one was, yeah, they was just like poor, variable, just very low quality. Um, I mean, with cupping, the only way we'd be able to kind of quantify like how how different it is from just like any other kind of modality or method would be to actually yeah do some kind of like sham trials, you know, where like if we laid someone down and we put uh yeah we put some fucking cups on their back, did it how it's explained in the manual, and then like a you know a couple of days later or whatever laying them down in that exact same bed. They can't see what's going on behind them. We just lay something like some kind of circular, you know, object on them and say, yeah, we're, we're doing cupping, but really we ain't. So they can't see what's going on. 
Yeah, what well, was that? The pro- you know, I think the issue with that is Tom is because cupping is very visual. That yeah. if you haven't got those those bruises on the back, you might think, oh, it's not worked. Oh, it wasn't the pressure wasn't enough, or you know, this it wasn't done properly, and that could be nocebic to your response. Whereas if you see the bruises, as we said, the more darker they are, the more you're going to be like, oh, okay, this has worked even better. I'm now going to mm. feel even better. Um, that's the point, that's actually, because how are you going to get those bruises for a sham trial? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's, that's fucking probably... battering them from behind. <laughs> yeah. In which case, I think they finally realise, hmm, something's different about this treatment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, we'll, we'll keep on the pain train as we move into, we'll move nicely into acupuncture. Um, so we've got a fairly recent interest in pain here on uh, on pain. I'll go through the key points of this paper because it's quite interesting. So bear, bear in mind that we said about the... The quality of these papers is once again a little bit suspect. So key points here. The question they asked in this fairly recent paper is, is the use of acupuncture and acupressure associated with improved cancer pain management compared with sham interventions and or anagalesic therapy alone? So that's interesting. These are actually talking about sham. Like we just said, they actually compare it with sham interventions and with the sort of the cancer treatment therapy alone. So the findings. In this systematic review of 17 RCTs and meta-analysis of 14 trials in the current English language and Chinese language literature, a significant association was found between real compared with sham, acupuncture and reduced pain. And acupuncture combined with anagalesic therapy was associated with decreased anagalesic use. However, heterogeneity, I think that's how you say it, lowered the level of certainty of the evidence. So, Do you know what was uh, quite interesting about that paper in particular? Hmm. In the conflict of interest disclosures, one of the scientists involved in that study was actually receiving grants from the traditional Chinese Medicine Bureau of, I can't pronounce that place. I noticed that as well. I I thought that because there is a recent paper, I think it was like 2021, um, forgive me if I'm wrong, it'll be in the show notes, but I read it and I was thinking, this is actually quite promising for acupuncture. But then, wasn't they all fund? Wasn't the study done by some? It was like a chi- not a chiropractor. I'm on fucking podcast. It was like the uh, some kind of acupuncture association, an association of acupuncturists or something along I those lines. The exact details. All I remember was is that I, obviously you brought it up now. Was I remember reading like because this is why when you look at papers, you have to look at things like conflict of interest. You have to look who's yeah. funded the study. You have to look who's who's responsible for this data because that looks promising. But it's no good if it's being funded by people who sell. Well, they don't. But let's say these someone sells a product. Yeah, and, you they know, haven't gained bias from that. Yeah, they have a bias. They have a bias towards it. Um, however, I can see why they would still receive a benefit, uh, see a benefit without the bias because you want something to work. Uh, Cancer is quite serious. To be honest, if, if it's something like that, you will look at anything and all, mm. all angles to be like, no, I'm only going to take this medicine and that's it. Like at that stage, you'll be like, "Look, I'll be willing to try anything." I'm a bit, I'm a bit concerned about they're saying they compared it to sham trials and it still showed a benefit because we do have like another paper later on which looked at, um, I think it was toothpicks. So to- toothpicks, yeah, it was where toothpicks, they com- they com- yeah. they compared toothpicks to acupuncture and they found that there was absolutely no difference in the response between yeah. patients whether it was a toothpick or an actual acupuncture needle. Just to clarify, there wasn't actually like. It'd be yeah. the same sort of push. So again, we're talking about the placebo effect, isn't it? You could probably get someone pushing, pushing. And you know, we always do it, don't we? Like you like close your eye. I'm going to poke you in. Where did I poke you? Draw on the back, that sort of stuff. Yeah. So you could, you could see why that, like someone potentially getting acupuncture and the doctor's like, yeah, mate, 
I'm just going to stick these needles on here and just get the toothpick and poke in your back quite hard. Like, yeah. oh, oh, feel that tension there. And you're there, like, laying there going, oh, yeah, oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Just going to twizzle it in your back, do you know what I mean? And just wiggle a toothpick every now and again. I mean, another interesting thing about the sham trials, it wasn't just in regards to what they was using to, well, let's say, pretend to fucking stab them with, but it was also at what points they was actually doing the treatment. So with acupuncture, you'd think there has to be very specific locations that they have to put these needles into. But with <laughs> yeah. the sham trials, they were just doing it in random places and they found the effect was exactly the same. Same with the pit toothpicks as well, just post them in random places. But again, what, yeah. what do we know about it? Like, what, what do we know about it until you get told? All right, I'm going to stick these. Oh, I can see a little bit, uh, like your muscles real tense. So I'm just going to basically put it in the pot, put it in certain places, flicker it about. I'm, I'm just going to release the tension that's in the muscle that's aggravated. That's what we get told, don't we? So you're there going, yeah, okay, cool. Well, that's it because that because the person giving the treatment is telling you, oh, I'm going to put it in this nerve end and I'm going to yeah. put it in this this trigger point. Yeah. You're 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 bought into that. You're, you're, you're like, believing yeah, them because thanks, doc. I'm in. Yeah, exactly. Whereas, as, as, as Tom just said there, we've actually got uh, papers on that saying that it didn't matter what they used, didn't matter where they put it, the response is exactly the same, um, which is which is pretty important to know. Um, that paper I mentioned earlier, which there was benefits, there was a paper at a similar time, 2020, um, and they basically said it's all a bit of a mess. Um, it doesn't reduce pain that much at all. Um, and this paper actually looks at chronic pain. And they basically said the same as what we said with cupping. There's a high volume of inconclusive RCTs out there at the moment in terms of evidence, which is really makes it really difficult to conclusively say this is shit or this is amazing because it, it, there's just there's a lot there's a big volume of data, but it's all just a bit of a mess. There's not there's nothing there's, there's nothing really there saying this is this this is and it's really that's what makes this really difficult to um to have a, a, a standpoint on it because it's been around for a long time. It's not like a new thing cupping or acupuncture. Um, been around for a very long time but even then like how he was saying you get the appeal to authority you also get the appeal to antiquity so you know it's like well this trip this has been around for years of course it works at the end of the day like bloodletting as we kind of mentioned earlier with wet cupping bloodletting has been around for fucking years but i want to say they don't really do it anymore but obviously they do because of wet cupping but you know like just because something's been around for a very long time doesn't necessarily mean that it's actually backed by evidence. Sometimes things are just done through tradition. Well, you mentioned earlier, actually, Tom, I don't think you meant to, but you said at the start about theat- it's all a bit uh, theatrical. And there was actually a paper which um, they actually went as far to call it theatrical Theatric placebo. placebo. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll, call, I'll read out an extract from it because it's actually quite, uh, it's quite funny. So they've said it's clear from major analyses that the results of acupuncture trials are variable and inconsistent, even for single conditions. After thousands of trials of acupuncture and hundreds of systematic reviews, 18 arguments continue unabated. In 2011, Payne published an editorial that summed up the present situation well, in quotations, is there really any need for more studies? And that's basically what we said. What is the point of keep pumping out studies if they're all going to be shit and all inconclusive and all, you know, all uh, dodgy method, uh, methods? You know, it, it, as, as you said, it, it becomes theatrical in a way because you, what's the point? There's, there's no point bringing more and more papers. I mean, we, we spoke about before about having more papers saying the same thing is a good thing so if we have like four papers that all come to the same conclusion that's brilliant that's fantastic because we can say look this is conclusive but when a new paper comes out every year and it's given different results how the fuck do you come to come to a conclusion you just every year you'll be like well brilliant what, what the fuck do i say yeah. now it just becomes a bit of a in i was out we're we good well, it's no, like- oh i'm just guessing all every year like i'm doing it <laughs> no nah, not this year 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> in both regard to acupuncture and cupping, it's like they there's no definitive like physio- they can't explain what is going on physiologically for the results mm. to be happening. Do you know what I mean? Like, physiologically, there's not much happening to be honest, mate. Um, there's a lot of theories, but that's about lot, it. Well, we, this is one I, I was going to bring this up earlier. It's quite funny. Um, Adam Meekins, if you don't know who he is, he's a really good guy on sort of he does a lot of pain science stuff. I do know him. He follows me. Uh, thank you. Very, all right, fucking hell. Appeal to, appeal to authority. I bet he could put anything oh. out and you'd laugh at him, wouldn't you, Tom? Oh, Adam, I Adam, I love you. <laughs> funny enough, funny enough, <laughs> when I was a normie many times ago, a couple of years ago, actually not that long ago, um, he actually posted something that angered me so much I unfollowed him. Oh, you fucking And do you know what it was about? Go on. It was about posture. I could not comprehend that someone, a physiotherapist such as Adam Meekins, would say that posture wasn't necessarily the cause of pain. And I just couldn't believe it. And in a rage, I deleted him from my list of followers, sorry, of, of people I followed. That's a teaser for a future episode in the pipeline, so um, posture. Then then uh, when I actually stopped being a normie, I had to go back and follow him, and now I am where I am now. I've been in that boat, ladies and gents. I've been a normie too. <laughs> So Adam, uh, Tom's lover, he did a post on um, acupuncture and the comments were theatrical, um, to say the least. Um, someone actually put in there, there is a researcher called Helene Langevin, uh, forgive my pronunciation, that proved with many papers that acupuncture is a deficient uh, efficient in many ways, and um, I don't think the English is their first language. Is efficient in many ways, in particular on the release of fascia tension. Adam comes back with, he put, hmm... I predict bias and vested interest. How does a tiny prick from a flimsy acupuncture needle release tension from large sheets of fascial tissue that can withstand one thousand ton? Uh, well, sorry, one thousands of newtons of force when we move. That's an elephant. <laughs> that just sums up, doesn't it? I mean, people don't even we haven't even spoke about that. The fact that how is a tiny needle going to move? You know. Sh- Move the fact it doesn't it, it can't. It's 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 it's, it's basically a pinprick. Uh, no, uh, we we are we are. <laughs> Like you look at the you look at the science now. Our bodies are bulletproof. They can do fucking anything. We are solid. But a little tiny needle cream in <laughs> the moment a needle fucking dunk. <laughs> ah! Our muscles relax and release. We'll become so relaxed and recovered. You just shit yourself. <laughs> just, just there and then. Just everywhere. Shit everywhere. I'm not it's being like, oh, funny enough. Help it. But when you go and get like a, a vaccine or an injection, you know, you don't come out afterwards going, I feel so fucking recovered. And then someone, you can't turn around and say, oh, well, it's not, they, obviously they put it in your arm, they don't put it in the right place. Well, we've just mentioned that. We've actually got studies to show that it doesn't matter where you get poked, yeah, where you- it's all the same effect. As long as you've got that placebic thought in your head that, oh, it's going to work. Well, this is it, isn't it? Well, it's exactly the same thing, but it's, you go for a needle, it's like, I'm getting something for this. And you already, it's that, oh, it's a doctor. Oh, it's a needle. Ah, ah. But you go in, yep. you'll have the exactly the same thing shoved in, but they're talking to you nicer. They're, Andy, they're not, making it sound The problem sexy. is, mate, um, a lot of people are going to say this, and I think even you said it sometimes, Andy, is that they'll come back with, placebo's great. It's, it's, what's the harm in it? It's, it's, people feel good, they feel good. The problem, I'd argue, is the ethics of it. So the fact that you've got these people providing a service that they know isn't actually doing much, because I guarantee some of them, some of them will obviously believe in their own bullshit, that's fine, there's people who believe in all sorts, of like the stars do fucking magic things to you and that. But it, it comes down to that, that fact of 
sometimes they must have some doubt. They must come across a paper. If, if they've got any interest in the subject, they must come across something that says, you're a little bit stupid. This is all bullshit. They are then providing a service that they know is probably not doing anything, but they become theatrical. They're like, okay, lie down. I'm going to put these cups here. I'm going to fucking stick needles up your ass there. I'm going to do this. They're getting into it. They know the patient's loving it. They know in their head it's not doing anything, but they know the patient's loving it and they're taking the money. Let's be honest. So you're a physiotherapist. You've already fucking bought into that world. And then online, you've seen a discounted rate cup in for twenty nine ninety nine. Twenty nine, yeah, yeah. All, all that's doing is we all talk about it. We're adding a string to your bow. You don't even have to know anything about it, but you could just buy into it. You go on the course, and that's it. Someone that's selling you, because remember, you've bought into the cup in. So there's someone that's selling their their business to add to your business. Money talks. And you're sat there going, okay, and they're like, this shit, this, this is a shit. Oh my God, you could you could suck organs out. You're fucking powerful. You're there going, <laughs> oh fucking my God. Not. Like, no way, really. And they're like, yeah, fucking, yeah, fucking, yeah. And then like, because they're all American, you know what I mean? Because they're like the most enthusiastic people in the world. They're like, kick down doors, let off fireworks. And they're like, fucking cup in. And you're just there like, oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Next thing you know, you want to cut the world, okay? Andy, you know, I can imagine they... here. Do you remember the Oyo Nova gym? I can imagine them bringing out a, a cupping device so powerful it could suck your organs. I li- I li- <laughs> Just suck, suck you suck into your space. Your own... the, Oyo, yeah, <laughs> the, the Oyo cup, it will suck your shit out. You don't have to push. Oh, my God. We've just known it there. Oh, my God. It's kind of like a, a lever action plunger that you can self-cup. I'm going to patent that. <laughs> There'll be fucking money in it. It's hard, isn't it? It's hard to say whether it's right or wrong mm. for 40 it's, quid it's for 40 to 50 quid an hour to be fair wrong. as well if someone if someone's whole life like their 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 livelihood their business is is cupping or acupuncture and you, someone goes up to them now and says mate you know everything you're doing is fucking total ass what do you think they're going to do they, they they can't they're not going to make themselves unemployed are they they're not going to quit and go i'm going to be a standard of ethics i'm going to put my they're not going to do that uh, they're going to be like i okay, put time well, i put my own money i've this I've is, got my, to feed this the is kids. my livelihood yeah I mean, huh? fucking, yeah no got chairman mal breathing down me fucking neck chairman mal so like, it's difficult isn't it but the thing I'm is like, gun to me family i kind of agree with you but then i also want to disagree with you because because again, if you've got someone that's come in, like I, I have been seriously injured before and I could not run. I genuinely couldn't run. And to be what looked like a fit and healthy person, like getting passed by people that were sort of 10 to 30 kilos heavier than me going, fucking hell, Andy, what are you doing back here? Why are you back here? Oh, I'm passing you. And like the the the, the, the mental, like yeah, okay. my mental fucking stress that I had. Yeah. When, by the time I got to a physiotherapist, it was like, look, Let's fucking hit this hard. Let's go. Let's move forward. And and even at Headley Court, the physio was like, do you want to try acupuncture? And I'm like, at this rate, I'm like, I'll do anything. Do you know what I mean? I was looking at surgery. I was like, let's cut my cut my legs open. Let's just let's just shave the shins. In America they do, because there was they they talk about like shin splints and they they can shave and and I was willing to even go down that road. And she was like, Whoa, whoa, we we're not doing that. We don't do that in the UK. Let's draw it back a little bit. Um but but I was willing. So at that point, I was willing. But I wasn't going to rely on it and be like, oh, well, I need to get this once a week, every week for the rest of my life. I want to be self-maintainable, you know. Um, but at that time, at at where I was in my life, I was willing to try anything and everything. And I think that's kind of where my love for all these gimmicks and recoveries now. Because guess what? If it does work for you, I'm a big believer in like 
fucking let it be. Yeah. But if you're put, if you're putting fifty quid every month, every month, and you've been doing this for years, holy shit cakes! Like, what could you? Have, I'd rather have a house. I'd rather have a bad back, but a house. You know what I mean? And if you spent four or five years pumping fifty to a hundred quid down the drain, technically, it's a yeah, it's a bit of a I, yeah. But if you like it, do it. Just don't pay 50 quid. Summarises, summarises the episode pretty well there. I think if you've got any um, cuppers or acupuncturists out there listening, probably not. If they are listening, then um, get in touch. Let us know Let us know your thoughts on what we said. Let us, if you've got, you know, it'd be, it'd be interesting to hear from an actual, someone who practices it, what, what their thoughts are. Could you imagine driving, like, if, if you were an acupuncturist, like, that's your job, and you're just driving down the road, you listen to this, and you just went, holy fuck. Shit. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> It doesn't do anything. I can just use toothpicks. <laughs> you know I, mean? just <laughs> I, can, I can use toothpicks. Yeah. Slams on the brakes. Fortune or needles. Just veered a car off into the my... nearest lake. Yeah, I can. I could do this from my house because I could use toothpicks. Mm. <laughs> just so agree yeah. with We've yeah. actually created a bigger problem now. All acupuncturists in the country are going to change to toothpicks and say, yeah. like, "Fortune on needles." Oh. Jack shit get fit said it was all right. <laughs> it doesn't matter oh. where I put it. Hmm. Yeah. You know I mean? <laughs> oh no my neck hurts oh, I'm just going to shove, shove them under your toenails mate it'd be sound oh fucking hell oh, like, mm-hmm. con torture could, yeah could which ironically morning. is something that Chairman Mao probably ended up doing event at some point he might know. as well have been but do you know what I do completely I he's not listening we'll be fucked is it I fucking hope not he's been dead for ever <laughs> long <laughs> yeah. is he is he dead is he is it, you're making me fucking think not now well I don't know mate I feel Alexa. like if he's... If... <laughs> <laughs> right, hang on one second, boys. I've got to double check now because I'm fucking scared. You know what the Chinese government's like? <laughs> We've set time off now, look. Yeah. Alexa. Well, why are you asking Alexa? It's She's not working. Been... Yeah, but... Uh... Bad news, lads. We just have to take a chance. Alexa's not working. Oh. Or... I think that's a coincidence. Or Alexa's been listening to the podcast and yeah. Amazon, which is secretly run by China... It's cut me off on purpose. Mind Bomb blown. Shells. Every single week on this podcast, it just it amazes me. And I think on that note, lads, we'll uh, we'll call it a week. It's been a pleasure as always, and I'll speak He's to you again. Definitely dead. Really he died in seventy six, so we're okay. It's good. Fuck, fuck, lucky <laughs> punchers. <laughs> <laughs> See you later, guys. See you later, mate. As always, thanks for listening. We hope the content delivered in that episode wasn't as inconclusive as all the studies we mentioned, but that you are now more educated in the world of cupping and acupuncture. If you're finding our content useful and entertaining, we'd really appreciate it if you could share the podcast with your friends and family. People only know what they know, and we hope to continue to share the tackling of misinformation for as long as we can. The more who hear it, the better. So thank you, as always, for your support. So we will see you next week, same time, same place for a brand new episode. See you soon.